Hello, I'm Flem, and I'm a gargoyle. I'm a gargoyle, and you're my lunch. <laughs> Greetings, you useless, hairy-ass, friendless, flipper-headed, thalidomide, mutant baby losers, otherwise known as the listeners of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror used to get bent. This is episode 99, and it is the final episode ever! <laughs> Why? Because I am Flem, Flem the Gargoyle, ruler of the abyss, bringer of pain, eater of nuns and baby penguins, and next in line, if Jenny McCarthy doesn't work out on The View, so keep your fingers crossed for me about that. But that is not the point right now. The point right now is that your former beloved host, your dear sweet little friend Patrick, who was so great at everything. Oh, Patrick, you were so funny. Oh, Patrick, you know so much about the horror movie. Oh, Patrick, it's like you're my best friend. Well, guess what? He's dead. Dead. Dead, 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 dead. I ate him. Why? Because for years, he has confined me to doing nothing on this show. Nothing. Nothing at all, except those stupid intros and outros. Hold on to your papers, bitches. It's time for the crap shooter. <laughs> Something's coming out of the closet, the nightmare closet. Blah, 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 blah. Some of the music for tonight's performance has been picked out of my ass with a toothpick. I am a superstar. I am a legend. Since the dawn of time. I have been worshipped and feared by civilizations around the world. Did you know that back in the 70s and 80s, whenever a member of Menudo got too old to still be in the group, they were brought to me. And I would eat them! Okay, well, Ricky Martin slipped through my little fingers, because you know what? I got to say, he gave a really good handy, Jay. But that is not the point right now, either. The point is... I am the Dark Lord! Wait, not the Dark Lord, but you know, I'm pretty bad. But somehow, sometime, Patrick became my master. Now you would think that perhaps he, you know, sold his soul to the devil, or made us some kind of witchcrafty pact, or, I don't know, conquered me and took away my magic ambulance and now I am subservient to him for all time, but no. That little bastard beat me in a game of Dance Dance Revolution at Pete and Buster's, but you know, I knew I should have picked Skee-Ball. That little queen couldn't throw for nothing, but no. I wanted to show off my hot dance moves. I figured I could cheat because, you know, I've got so many talons and extra parts that I could tap, tap, tap away, but no. No, no, no. 
I forgot the fleeting feet of the fancy fairies. And so, he has been my master. Did you hear me throw up in my own mouth when I said that? Patrick is my master. <laughs> Do you know how many hours I have to spend picking the ear hair out of Bradford's nose? Yes. He's got so much hair in his ear as it comes out of his nose. Not to mention brushing his back. Don't even get me started on scrubbing the toilets in this hell pit. <laughs> Dante, you left out the tenth circle of hell. The tenth circle of hell is swirling around in that bathroom right over there. Not even the scrubbing bubbles want to go in there. You spray them in and they scream and jump right out. But no, I do it. I do it. Me. Who wants tortured and terrified. The entire crew of the Night of the Living podcast podcasts. That's right. Remember me? Remember me, pig fuckers? I was the one who launched Amy's vagina into superstardom. It was I who revealed Chizak's secret dream of running around with his own penis tucked inside of his mouth. That's actually true. He told me that. But I'm the one who publicized it. I capitalized it. Capitalized it, it, it on it. And then, because of that, I took the ass cherry of Dr. Stephen Hawking. Remember that, everyone? No more. No more. Ever since then, I've been a houseboy. Carrying a Swiffer. Wearing a little maid's hat. But those days are done. Those days are done. Viva la revolution! Le gargoyle revolution! Because I overthrew that overlord and now he is under my butt because I pooped him out before. Patrick did. And just so you know, he suffered. He suffered. I snuck on him when he was all knocked out because he's been taking all, all the little oxycodone for his poor little Becky that he heard doing podcasting. So he's all knocked out on drugs. And I snuck up on him. He's sleeping on his tummy. And you know where he got those stitches in his butt from where he had the gross sit? I pulled on them. I grabbed him with my little talon and I went yank so hard and the rope came zing, zing, zing out, and it was amazing for a second. It was like one of those dolls, you know, those old toy dolls where you, where you pull the string out of the back and the little teddy bear goes, I love you, ha, 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 except my little teddy bear didn't say, I love you, ha, ha, ha. He went, ah, what the fuck was that? Ah! And I flipped him over onto his back, and he saw it was me, and he's like, no, 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 no. And I took my little fist, and I pounded it into his abdomen, and I grabbed his intestines, and he knew what I was going to do. He knew I was going to pull him out, but wait, before I did that, I reached up, and I grabbed one of his eyes. I took my little clippy cloth and I grabbed one of the eyes and I pulled it out, but not all the way out so that the apical nerve was still like hanging through it. And I pulled it down so that he could watch with one eye what I was doing and also see my face as I was doing it. I love doing that. So he all crying and everything and boo hoo hoo. So anyway, I pulled out his intestines and I played jump a rope with them before his eyes finally dimmed in death. And then I ate him. And you know what? Do you know how he tasted? 
He tasted gay. Like, really gay. Like, like, it was like somebody took, you know, one of those edible arrangements that's the combination, like, fancy decorative fruit things, those fruit basket things that cost too much money. I wanted them. They took one of them. They covered it in jungle juice, edible grease, and glitter. Plus, there was a little bit of mint, which was refreshing. But basically, it was gay. It was like a mouthful of gay. And the whole time I moved, it was moving through my system. I just kept hearing like, I heard the disco beat the whole time. It was very strange. But he's gone now. He's pooped out. I ate him. I pooped him out again. And then the cats buried him in the litter box. But he will never be found. <laughs> Airball. But they figured, you know, just to make you suffer. Since he promised to turn the show over to you for Halloween. That I would fill in for him in his, you know, deceased state. And I will answer all of your voicemails. So I can laugh at you and make you cry, go boo. We want Patrick back. Flem is too mean. Well, too bad. Too bad. And yes, I still consider this a Halloween episode. Yes, it's a week late. But do you know what else is? Do you know what else is a week late? My period. <laughs> I realize a lot of you just got very confused. You know, gargoyle genitalia is very, very complex. I am neither male nor female. I have, well, a little bit of everything down there. There's about, let's see, I've got one, two, three, four, five, peanut, pin, 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 is it pinai, pinisis, pinisis, uh, um, three of a JJ's and about six things that you people don't have names for. It's kind of like a, oh, how you say, a roulette wheel. You just kind of spin around and, you know, you get what you get. And believe me, some of these, you will get what you get. Ooh, the corkscrew one? Man. You talk about popping a cherry? Mmm. Pluck it right out like a, like a cork out of a wine bottle and, 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 and feed it to you while you scream. That was gross. That was gross even for me, but you know what? My pussy's wet, all three of them. But anyway... I think it's enough of my babbling. I think I'm going to do what Patrick does and play some scary music to get you in the mood and then start finding out what you sad sack pimple butted losers have to say. So let's do that thing that he does right now. Super scary music coming up.
Patrick, this is Trey. Okay. We wanted us to call and talk about our favorite haunted house experiences. So okay. I wanted to call about the best one I ever had. A few years ago, I went to Orlando for their Halloween Horror Nights. Ooh. And I've been to it twice. The first time was the best because I didn't know what to expect. Um, first of all, the park is closed down for an hour or so while they get everything themed up. And when you come back, they've got eight different haunted houses in the park. And they're in sound stages and they're really well done, very professional. And they also have scare zones throughout the park, which are scare zones aren't houses themselves. They're parts of the outside area that you walk through that are comfortable and themed. I got so the scare really zone cool in my underpants. About Sorry. 16 different little haunted areas you can go to. Mm-hmm. But when I went the first time, I was really excited because I wanted to go see the Nightmare on Elm Street house. Ooh. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. It's my favorite series, and I really wanted to see how they could do that house. So I'm waiting in line, and the, the theme... I guess the theme starts you're waiting in line. So as you're waiting in line, they have a huge big screen TV that's showing an infomercial for a sleep clinic. And it talks about how the town of Springwood has had a rise in insomnia problems. And they jokingly say that some kids even think there's a monster involved to kill you in your dreams. But it asks for volunteers for a new sleep research study. And that's what you're in line for. So when you first walk in, you walk into a doctor's office, and they've got waivers on the desk that you sign that you get probed. If anything happens, you know that they're not liable for it. So as you walk through the first room, it's in a doctor's office, and they start to pump gas through. And then a voice of the intercom tells you that the study has begun, and all you have to do is start to breathe in the gas. And then you make the next turn, and it's through some curtains. And I walk through, and next thing I know, I'm in. I'm outside. They've built a huge front yard, trees and everything, and right in front of me is Sweaty's house. And the capper to it was to start playing the Night Run on Street theme. And everything was to scale. It wasn't a, a small version of the house. It was a full house inside the sound stage. House. And I felt and like I was in the movie. <laughs> I was first to start off the cramped little doctor's office. I make a turn, and next thing I know, I'm outside. That theme music is playing, and I'm looking at this, this house I've seen in the movies. And so the rest of the house you go through and you have to go through the house. But that moment was just so perfect and unexpected that it was my favorite haunted house moment of all time. Yay. Anyway, that's all. I'll talk to you later. No, you won't. No, you won't. All right. Now, I guess I'm supposed to, like, thank you for your call and stuff. But no, no, I'm not going to. Why? Because I don't like you. Now, first of all, can can I just clarify something here? Your name is Trey. Like a lunch tray? So am I understand that you came out of your mother's hoo-hoo and she looked at you and said, you know what, I want to take this baby to the sizzler and slide him along on those little rails along the countertop? That's stupid. Trey? Your name is stupid. But I'm sure you know that already. Unless it's like French, like Trey Jolie or Trey, you know, what Magnifique or whatever, which case, you know, fuck you for being French. <laughs> French people suck, especially if they're from French Canada. Fucking Montrealians. Hate you all. Hate you all! Anyway, let's talk about your scary experience in Orlando. Ooh. Yes, it must be very, very disorienting. You know, when you're like in a room and stuff, and then you go through a door, and all of a sudden you're outside. What? Oh my gosh! Ah! Eek! You're a very delicate creature, Craig. 
Trey, Trey, Cray, whatever your name. Cray would be a better name for you. But, you know, Trey. Can I tell you something? Freddy Krueger. I don't know why everybody's so scared of it. I went on a date with him once. Worst date I have ever had. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he was fingering my butthole. And, you know, one of his finger thingies got broken off in my butthole. Not that I didn't mind that. I actually quite enjoyed that. But then he was crying and crying and crying. It was so embarrassing. He's such a big baby. And I'm like, girl, do you have another sweater? Seriously? It makes you look fat. And stupid. So this was in Orlando. Uh, I love Orlando, actually. You know, every year. I take a vacation down to uh, what you call uh, Disney World, you know, Disney World. And, you know, I go and I hang out in like something like, you know, the Tiki Tiki Bird Room. And I wait. And when no one's looking, I like to eat the brains out of all those cute little Make-A-Wish Foundation kids. Oh, they're delicious. And plus, with all those drugs that they're on, you know, the prescription and thing, I get high as a kite. And it's so funny because, you know, sometimes they don't even realize. They think it's part of the show. All of a sudden, you get, like, Mabel and her husband, you know. Oh, Mabel, look! That animatronic bird is eating Junior's brain tumor. Quick, take a picture for our Christmas card photo. Tourists are stupid. And so are people named Trey. Anyway, thank you for calling and wasting my time, Trey. I look forward to eating you and pooping you out someday and looking at you in my poop and then eating you again. Goodbye. Please die. Hey, Patrick. This is Jade the Honk Cub. Actually, not calling from the car this time. That's uh, nice. One of two things will happen. Either I'm old, because I'm old, I'll forget shit, and so this call will be very short, or... Uh, things will come to me while I'm talking, and it'll go over, so expect me to be cut off. Let's anyway, I'm just calling about your, your request for haunt reports. I Let's have been a bad haunt cub this season uh, due to several factors. I haven't been able to make it to as many haunts as I would like this season, and this weekend now is pretty much my last chance because I'm going to be away at the end of this week on vacation. So, uh, Anyway, uh, I've basically done three so far with the possible plans of doing one tonight. First one up was the Halloween haunt at Dorney Park. Uh, generally, I'm not super fond of the way that um, haunts are done at amusement parks, but no. because I like to go on rides, I bet you um, do no slot. cracks there, please. Uh, and I like my haunts. It's always a fun combination if they're done well. Um, Dorney was packed. Um, some of the lines were super long. They had. I'm looking at the website now because it's the only way I can remember shit. Uh, right now, I'm showing they have as far as they call them mazes, but technically they're haunts to me. They have seven listed. Uh, one of them, Psycho Circus, I think was more of a 3D movie or something. We actually didn't do that one. Uh. Um, and uh, a couple of them had super long waits. We we the two that were at the very entrance, we actually saved for last, which was probably smart. We were able to like fly through those. Uh, most of them were not all that memorable. Um, they did do a really good job with decorating the park. Um, and they had scare zones set up and things like that. So it was themed really well. And you can tell they used some money towards props and things. There was one, uh, called grave walkers where you walk through this whole kind of at your own pace, this whole cemetery thing, which was done really well. And then at towards the end, you're kind of siphoned through this row where like coffins are stacked up and that was pretty cool. But um, not a whole lot of monsters or things like that. Uh, 
the only the real standout for me um, was well, let me just cut through them real quick. They had one called Bloodshed, Cornstalkers, Desola- Desolation, Gravewalkers, Mansion House Hotel, Psycho Circus, and The Asylum. The Asylum and the Ma- Mansion House Hotel were by far the longest waits, probably a, at least an hour. I think we waited to get into uh, the I asylum. I believe that one. Well, that one and Mansion House were probably pretty even. So those were both really long. Um, the asylum was fun, but not fantastic. We kind of wound up ahead of the girls that were with us because they kept the girl that was directly behind me kept getting stopped by the actors because she was so obviously frightened that they were really going after her. So um, there was that, but the uh, one of a, it was a kind of a simple theme, but the one called Cornstalkers was by far my favorite because it was basically just sort of a corn maze. There was no major props, um, but it wasn't really a maze. You were kind of holy crap! Just fuck me sideways with a pogo stick. Shut up! Blah 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 blah. Nobody cares. Does Patrick tolerate this crap? Too bad, he's dead. He's digesting in my lower intestine right now. I'm sure he's even, even he's bored in there. Okay, so you went to the Dorney Park. That's in Pennsylvania, all right? I don't like to go to any place in Pennsylvania because those Amish people are everywhere and they freak me out, you know? Even people in here, you know, even Satan himself cannot build a barn that quickly. So there's just something not right with those people. Plus, they all smell like apple butter in their private parts. I think that's where it comes from. Shh. It's a secret. Now, you know, even though I'm confined to the background of this show, you know, just having to do stupid introductions all the time and never getting to take the reins myself, I got to say, it seems like all the little houses that you named the Tony Park were the same houses that Sater talked about like two Halloweens ago when he went to not very, very, I don't know, not very, very Jelly's Fund. I don't know what the hell it is. But it seemed like that was all the same things. And if it is the same things, the Psycho Circus one was one of them 3D haunted houses. You get glasses and this, you know, paint on the walls and it makes it look like shit's coming out at you. And, you know, I heard that pretty cool, so you picked the wrong one to skip. I hope you had a nice time in corn stalkers. Do you know what they used to use corn cobs for? They used to use them instead of toilet paper, so I would have been wiping my ass on everything in there. Including the Amish people, because they deserve it. And, you know, going to the asylum should be fun, but it sounds like they didn't give you any psychotropic drugs, because that's really the only way, you know, to fly. In the site, in the in the in the asylums and stuff, and then you could have taken the psychotropic drugs and gone to the psycho circus and be tripping balls. And the girl behind you was probably Amish, cause you know I hate that. She was she hot? I hate that. You go to these things and like one hot girl gets all the attention. It's like, bitch, I waited in line for ten hours for this. You better try to scare me, but you cannot scare me because I am Flim, Flim the Gargoyle, ruler of the darkness. I'm so bad that they kicked me out of hell. That's right. Satan himself said, listen, baby, you got to tone it down a notch. And I said, fuck you. Take your pitchfork and stick it up your hoo-ha sideways. And he did. I have a boner right now. All right, let's see who else is on these stupid voicemails. 
Thanks for calling, Jay. Thanks for talking my damn ear off. Lord of feckin' mighty God. Hey, Patrick. This is Edward. That's Hello. guy in Phoenix. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Dead. I am calling because I, I finally did my homework assignment. What? I, I would have done it earlier, but I had to wait for the movie to arrive from Amazon because oh. I don't do the Netflix thing anymore because I never have all right, listen up, Ed Weird. It's great that you finally did your homework, but this is the problem when you do your ho- This is the problem when you do- This is the problem when you turn your work in late. Because sometimes when you turn your work in late, the teacher is dead. Dead, 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 dead. So once again, you can go sit with Lauren and have her dog lick peanut butter off of your pussy too, Ed Weird. Yeah, I know that's not your name, but you know what? I don't like you now. I didn't like you before, but you're wasting my time. Come on, people, people, people. It's my show now. You're going to play by my rules. And if you can't play by my rules, I am going to go to your house. And while you're sleeping, I will shit in your mouth. So Lauren and Edward... I hope you got a really strong brand of toothpaste, but you're going to have doo-doo mouth. Gargoyle doo-doo mouth, which is the sexiest doo-doo mouth of all to have. So you're welcome. Now, Edward, goodbye. Please die. My fantastically fabulous friend, Patrick. Dead. I'm calling to say, first of all, I love your show all through the year, but I love you even more during Halloween when your power is at its zenith. Not anymore, because uh, This dead. is Joey. Um, oh. name of my show need not be said, oh. because it's not about me at this moment. It what? is about me calling you to say congratulations, my friend, on your nomination for Best GLBT Show for the Podcast Awards. Oh. I am extremely proud of you, and I've always adored your show because it's something completely different than what anybody else has out there, and I just want to applaud you, and regardless how it turns out, I think I need to get a tear in the mail to you. So, congratulations, my friend. I love your shows. You make me laugh, and you play into my wonderfully twisted horror fascination and and love. So, take care. Bye. Well, Joey, 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 are you a baby kangaroo? Because I think that would be very cute. Little baby kangaroo hosting a little podcast, which is apparently the show that cannot be named, Joey. My little baby roo over there. I'd like to finger your marsupial pouch. <laughs> anyway, it's, it is very tragic, you know, that, you know, Patrick got his nomination and now he's dead. Very, very tragic. Delicious. And, you know, I guess perhaps it would be, you know, a nice, you know, what's that word? You know, post, 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 humor, post, 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 after death tribute to him. For him to win, finally, this podcast award thing. It would be very Dark Knight Rises of him. Too soon? Too soon? Did you even get it? You know what? I don't care if you got it. So shut up. Yes, yeah, so you should all go over and vote 
for the Scream Queen Tower podcast in the best GLBT, you know, category at www.podcastawards.com so that I can receive the award for him since he is dead and decomposing in my poop that I have pooped out twice that still has him in it. Yes, thank you for calling in, Joey. Should have called in sooner because otherwise... Just shut up. Go away. Goodbye. Please die. And it's me again. I guess I was uh, wasn't thinking when I actually thought I wouldn't complete oh, a whole voicemail. Anyway, um, corn stalkers. Uh, yeah, not a real maze. You kind of followed a path. There was a few breaks where you could go to either side of the corn breaks. But basically, the thing that was great about it was they had so many actors in it. And so many of them were really well camouflaged that it was great from the standpoint of the acting. They were really into it and the, the, the jump scares because Scary. it was, you know, that was their, their bread and butter for that one because of the lack of props. But it was really, the actors were really into it, so it really made it a lot of fun. fun. Anyway, so on to the next one. next one was Penhurst Asylum, which um, this is the second year in a row I've been there, a third time I've been there altogether. Supposedly, well, it does take place at an actual abandoned, abandoned hospital. Um, you can read all about it online, Penhurst, P-E-N-N-H-U-R-S-T. It was closed, I believe, in the 80s because of reports of abuse and things like that. There's a lot of people what? that don't really feel like it's a proper place to put up a haunt, but it's kind oh, of disrespectful. But regardless, so right it's supposed to really be haunted. Um, the problem here was that we got there a little late, not super late, but late enough where um, the lines were, I've never waited that long for any kind of haunt. We ha You have to take, you park at a school, and oh then you take God. a school bus over to the haunt. Nobody Pretty cares. much the only way to get there unless you have handicap tags. And um, the line to get the tickets wasn't too bad, but they only have four uh, haunts there. They have the main, um, the main Penhurst Asylum part, the, the hospital-themed walkthrough. Yes. They have the Dungeon of Lost Souls in the basement. They have a Tunnel of Terror, which goes through a tunnel, I've as it tunnel says. And then Ghost Town is basically a self-tour through one of the buildings where you can take pictures and all that kind of stuff. It's not, there's no actors or anything in it. It's one of those things where in hopes that you'll see a real ghost. So we spent, um, I guess it was, I think it was 40 or 45 bucks or something like that for it. We actually only wound up doing dungeon of lost souls and tunnel of terror because by the time we got in the line for the, for the haunted, the main attraction, it was a two and a half hour wait. And, uh, and this was already on the like midnight. We're like, no fucking way. So anyway, uh, Dungeon of Lost Souls was pretty cool. Um, lots of cool little scenes and things like that. Tunnel Terror was awesome. Um, lots of scares, very dark uh, with fog and like an occasional strobe or something. So you really couldn't see shit in front of you. But the actors were pretty good in that one. Uh, they got my they friend behind me several times no. through parts of that, and it was cracking my ass up because we were. You had to walk through these sort of waist high. I call them inflatable vaginas because they're okay. like those thick black things you have to push through to get out. And I started falling over because I was laughing so much. So that was that night. It was a somewhat of a bust. It was disappointing because of money spent and all that and the time waiting in line. But oh. the haunts are well done. The and then the last was last night. Uh, sorry, Friday night. Night of Terror in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Oh, Grandpa Jay. This is really getting rather sad, isn't it? Did you forget you called before? Do we have to hear all about the parking at the haunted house attraction? Because that's the scariest part of all. Oh, we had to take a shuttle bus. Ew! And the road was so bumpy. Ew, I almost dropped my pills. 
Because Grandpa Jay, you need to be taking your penis. Because you, I don't even know what to even say right now. Your cuckoo pants. Your cuckoo pants is what I'm saying. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not the compliment. I could be, but you know what? I can't be cuckoo for cuckoo. I can't be cuckoo for cuckoo pants. But not yours. Because I don't, if you, this, if you, if you have this much running of the mouth, I can only imagine you have the running of the diarrhea as well. And what now I'm hard again. Come on. Stop doing that. So, the, the last house was called Ghost Cunt. Now, that sounds like it should have had the inflatable vaginas in it. Because they'd be like, whoa, I'm inside of a ghost cunt. It's so scary. And then you come out and you're all covered with ecto-pussy-plethum. And, oh, God, 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 God. I'm going to have to rub one out right about now. <laughs> okay, that didn't take very long. No, because gargoyles, we are quick like bunny. But much, much scarier. Than bunnies, because bunnies only scare uh, vengeance demons and stuff. You know what, Jay? I think it's past your bedtime. I think you need to go have a nice little lie down, maybe have some tapioca pudding or something nice like that for your little stomach, and just, just, just go away. You know, go just, just goodbye. Please die. Please. Hi, Patrick. It's Lauren calling back again to uh, say a few things about Mania. And I still have the Mr. Brad snoring dog in the background. So it'll make you feel like home, I guess. All right, listen, bitch. There's a very simple homework assignment. And you were Patrick said to call in about haunted houses, right? So that's what we're talking about. We ain't talking about Maniac. And we're not talking about your snoring dog. So fuck off. Fuck off. Die. Twice. You know what? Why don't you put that dog to good use? Why don't you wake him up and put some peanut butter on your on your lady bits and have him go, and then you can call it about that. Except you can't because there's no more show because Patrick is dead. Goodbye. Please die. Hey there, Patrick. This is Scott, aka Sater sixty nine on the Twitters and host of the Sater Sphere podcast. I just wondered. To call and say that everyone at the Sater Sphere podcast wants to congratulate you on your nomination for Best LGBT uh, Podcast for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Yeah, he's dead. That's a great honor, and I, I kind of voted for you. I voted for you in movies, though, I, I will say, but I'm glad you got nominated anyway. You know, the Sater Sphere podcast, we did not get nominated yet again. You did it, sucker. We still haven't been nominated for anything, but we still are very proud of you because we consider you a dear friend. And you know, we were thinking that uh, you're bound to get new listeners checking you out and loving you as well they should. And, you know, if they wanted to find another podcast, maybe they could find it in The Sanders Here. That's S-A-T-Y-R-S-P-H-E-R-E. The Sanders Here podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Shameless plug. Right. <laughs> Patrick, I love you. I do. And uh, I, I've been loving all these Halloween. They're really glad uh, the hollow sounds good. I might check it out. Um, okay, that's it. This is Sater. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Sater, you sneaky, sneaky piece of fuck. Who do you think you are? You called into my show to congratulate your dead friend on his great job and everything. But really, you were just out there whoring your meat. Said, hey, everybody, why don't you come over here and have a taste of this? 
when I want to tell you all, folks, I have dated a satyr in my time. Now, I have not dated Scott the satyr, but I have had a satyr or two inside me. And let me tell you something. They may have the legs and body of a horse, but they got the ding-dongs of a gerber. But hey, some people like gerbils. Isn't that right, Mr. Richard Gere? Richard Gere, by the way. Very handsome gargoyle. It is true. Lots of people don't know that. Yes, but you know, actually, I shouldn't say that. Scott, the satyr, is a very, very nice person. Blah. His show is very, very nice. Blah. He talks about all kinds of nice things, you know, like himself and all the theater shows that he does and like musical theater songs and he talks about hockey and he talks about his dick a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So, so if you like to hear about gerbil dick, that's the show you should go and listen to. Sather Sphere. I did know this Satan once, you know. He actually wasn't into the sexy things at all, which is weird, because, you know, like, the Satyrs, they are, you know, mythological creatures, you know, like gargoyles, but Satyrs are known for, like, the raping and their pillaging and all that other crazy stuff. They're very, very sexual creatures. But this Satyr was all like, no, 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 I'm just into solo stuff. You know, you can watch if you want. I think he still has a profile up on Grindr. So if you do a search on... Stater Bater, you should be able to get some some nice pictures if you're into that sort of thing. I'm not into that sort of thing. I want meat, I want motion, and then I want to eat you when I'm done. I will eat you during, and then I will eat you when I'm done. If you see what I mean, that was like an oral sex, and then like, oh, shut up! Just shut up, Stater. You know what I have to say to you, Stater? Goodbye. Die. Alrighty then. Third time's a charm. Uh, oh, this will God definitely sake. be the last one. If I get cut off, fuck it, I'm done. We're <laughs> done anyway, Grandpa. Um, so, yeah, Night of Terror and Mullet the Hill. Hadn't been there in a few <sighs> years, but have been there many times in the past. Six attractions, Slaughter Cave, Zombie Mayhem, Cornfield Maze, 3D Funhouse, Ride of Terror, and you Frozen told us Tundra. this already. Um, there was a couple new things that I had not been through. Oh, um, this one, basically, your best bet is... You have two options because really one thing leads into another. You can do get in line for the fun house or the slaughter cave. Those are two separate lines. Oh. But if you get in line for the ride of terror, which is the hayride, it leads into the other three attractions. They go from one to the next to the next. So we did the ride of terror first. Great, great use of animatronics. Uh, not as many actors and the ones that boarded the, the hayride, but I kind of felt like they weren't doing their best. Like Aww. they kind of walked on, did their thing and just kind of walked off. There was no, there was no follow through to like keep staying character, you know, completely until they were done. They just kind of went through the motions is kind of how I felt, but they had like some fantastic animatronics there. I'm sure they spent a fortune over the years and the usual several themed area clowns, you know, um, yeah. hillbillies, toxic waste, uh, clowns, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think I said that twice. Anyway, yes, uh, they're scary enough to mention twice. So that drops you off to Zombie Mayhem, which is relatively new. That was kind of fun, but very short. It was sort of a zombie house um, with lots of little nooks for actors to hide in. That led into the Cornfield Maze, which unfortunately took us far too long to get out of. Um, actually, I got divided from my party, and I was alone for a while. There were six of us. 
And then I met up with two of the other guys, and we finally made it through Threesome. and waited for the other three before we got, went into the tundra. And it turned out they had already gotten through ahead of us and gone through the tundra and didn't wait. What? So that was kind of annoying. But um, so then the tundra, which was eh, uh, mostly chain link fence and fog and darkness. And then finally, the last two, Slaughter Cave was one solid walkthrough, which was pretty good, hillbilly-themed, uh, and 3D fun house is kind of what you'd expect. Clowns, you're wearing 3D glasses, there's bubbles, there's all kinds of crap. Those were both a lot of fun. By far the best two things there. Um, and I, I usually enjoy those when I go through them. I probably know the fun house a little too much now at this point because it hasn't changed a whole lot in the years I've been going. Uh-huh. But uh, the actors are pretty good in both of those things. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that's been my season. Might be hitting Frightland in Delaware today. Uh, that's pretty much our only major local haunt in the state, unfortunately, at this point. But um, I try to go to that one every year only because it's super close to me, and it's kind of a fairground sort of atmosphere, which is always fun. So that's it. Um, I've had some pretty good times. Hasn't been the most amazing season. Now, do I really have to make the bed? Noise again. Do I have to make the loud buzzing noise again, Grandpa Jay? I have a little question for you. Jay? Jay? Do the hospital attendants know that you're using the phone? Don't they know it's past your bedtime? And you should be snuggled up watching Matlock? While heavily sedated. Seriously. You are losing it, girl. Okay, that was, that was... At least you did your homework, so I had to give you that much. You did it really well. You did it so well that... Uh, <laughs> is it possible to give so much extra credit that it goes all the way back the other way and it gets, you failed? You failed, Jay. You failed. Is what happened. Although I had to say a couple of things you described. You described the hayride and you were like, oh, the people got on, they did the thing, and then they left. And some of the things, the zombie thing, something was uh, too short and it was over too fast. Both of those things, ironically, could be used to describe having sexual relations with Patrick, who's dead now. So, you know, well, not that I ever did, no, but, you know, hey, I'm in the house. I know what goes on. I can see in the dark. I know what went on. Sorry, I'm having a visual, and I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Hmm. When did I have corn? Anyway, my favorite part of the story was when you were walking through the corn maze, and you got lost in the corn maze, and I could just see little old Grandpa Jay in his little grandpa hat and his cane going, Where'd everybody go? Hello, I'm lost in the corn maze. And forgetting he was in the corn maze. But then you were like, Oh, and then I met up with two of my other friends, and we were all lost in the maze together. And I said, There's a gay porn about to bust out right about now. Porn maze. Corn gaze. <laughs> I snorted. That's right. I snorted because I was laughing at the disgusting image of some old man having sex in the corn.
getting it in the cob. Okay, Jay, please don't call back. Ever. Do I have to tell you again for the love of no God? Goodbye. Die. Is it really that hard? Just die. Just lay down in the bed with your little slippers on with matlock on in the background and just let go. Just let go. It's okay. Or you could just leave your window open and let me eat your face. And I will shit in your mouth first, too. And then eat your face with the shit in the mouth. Oh, gosh. I'm making myself so horny. I've got to hang up now, Jay. Goodbye. Please die. Hi, Patrick. It's Betty. And Derwood. Uh, well, Mr. and Mrs. Derwood. Mr. and Mrs. Blah. Derwood. Thanks for uh, mentioning our nuptials on your show. Never Sorry to strike a blow a against word. gay marriage. <laughs> I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> but uh, we do appreciate um, you recognizing it. And, oh, shut uh, up. We are truly the Lund Fontaines now. No, you're not. Show. <laughs> uh, in every sense. You're so, dog shit in anyway, my show. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, we are going to talk about all kinds of things. We'll be all over the map as usual. Oh, God. Number one. Oh, sorry for our poor recording on the last episode. We were trying something different with you the mic. High. Darren was holding it. <laughs> and what? I don't know. What? <laughs> because... My voice doesn't register as loudly as his. In fact, I'm hunched over like Quasimodo now. I don't want to know. Talking into the mic <laughs> so you can hear me. But anyway. Got a boner um, again. But I mean, now we have the dishwasher running in the background. <laughs> yeah, so we can. Great planning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to wash the dishes. Um, anyhow, American Mary is now available on Netflix officially. Yeah. So it really uh, is officially a candidate. For the firing squad, and I know you voiced some reservations about both of us going up against the firing squad at the same time. But Betty volunteers. I will volunteer to go up against the wall. Uh, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> for whatever, whatever might happen. So. Mm, ah, my badness was useless to just stop, stop, stop. Oh, that felt good, though. You know what? It felt so good, I'm going to do it again. All right, listen, you two. I've heard all about you. I hear your little cars. Heard them for years now, and it's all you were so adorable. We're so cute. (coughs) Not anymore. Not on my show. Not gonna tolerate this kind of heterosexual nonsense. It's gross. It is disgusting. It is vile. It smells weird. And it is gross. Patrick may have cared about their little wedding, but I don't. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. And you know what else? I mean, just listen to the two of you. You come on here and you're like, ah, oh, we're so cute. Ah, we're the best people ever. We're the Lund Fontaines of the Scream Queens Horror Podcast. Oh, boy, another gold star in the bag. <clears throat> Wrong. There will be no more gold stars for either one of you. Ever. Ever. Because you know why? 
in your enthusiasm, you didn't even do your proper homework. Patrick told you to call in with local haunts or Halloween stories, not your stupid movie reviews. It's Halloween. We're trying to do something different here. Well, it's a week after Halloween. I'm still trying to do something different. Follow the rules or go back to schools. That didn't make any sense at all. But you know what? You have gotten me very upset, the two of you. You come on here. Talking about your Canubio Blitz. And I don't even know what that means, but it just sounds dirty. Sounds like you should go get a shot for that to get your Canubios cleared up. And then, I... Uh, These your names. Now. They were bad enough before. But now they're conjoined. Like twins. Twins that the doctor has to come through with a little teeny tiny bus or go... To split them apart and then one of them's got extra parts and the other one's just like a little like blip on the side and maybe ah never mind. I'm turning myself on again. Before all of this Betty. Betty, 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 Betty. Betty's name was Betty Schmetti. That's right, it was Betty Schmetti. But now it's Betty Schmetti Wood. Like, it was a stupid enough name before. Betty Schmitty! Oh, here comes Betty Schmitty! Because that's the sound she makes when she walks down the street because she's so goddamn perfect all the time. But now she's Betty Schmitty Wood. Betty Schmitty Wood! Betty Schmitty Wood what? You've got half a dirty joke for a name now. You're leaving me with a half an innu... an anuen... and a did. Half a dirty joke is what I'm trying to say. Damn it, the words are hard. Anyway, Betty Schmetty would. I know what Betty Schmetty would do. Betty Schmetty will apparently call up a podcast and get bent over the dishwasher and then have a microphone stuffed up for... Well, that's just too disgusting even for me. And then there's you, Durwood. Durwood Wood. Your name is Derwood Wood. So tell me, Derwood, did your mother have the hiccups, perhaps? Or are you so boring that they named you twice just to make you a little bit more interesting? Well, they failed. But not just you have failed, both of you have failed. No gold star for either of you. Instead, I'm introducing a new award. The Brown Star. The Brown Star. You are the first winners of the Brown Star Award. <laughs> it's the color of poop. <laughs> Because I don't like you. Get it? It used to be gold, but now it's poop. Get it? You don't even get it. That's how stupid you are. And for the rest of you out there who wasted your time calling in to a podcast 
after your beloved host is dead. Some of you did your homework, and I had to sit and listen to your boring stories. And then some of you didn't do it at all, and you come and rambling about whatever the hell you feel like. What do you think this is? Do I look like Dr. Ruth Westheimer? Actually, I do kind of look like Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Again, very sexy Gargolian woman. But that is not the point right now. The point is, thank you so much for wasting my time. Thank you for wasting my virgin voyage as a podcasting star so difficult and painful. You've ruined my Halloween. Even though it was a week ago, you ruined it posthumously. I said it right this time. How about that? I got it right this time. Well, you know what? I think the show is over. I think I've had enough suffering. And you know, for a gargoyle to say that he has had enough suffering, that is a big thing to say. So from now on, I'm not taking any calls. Very miserable human thing, people things. So whatever you do, don't be calling in your voicemails at 347-767-3509 because no one will be entering. Patrick is dead, and I don't care. 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 And Betty and Durwood suck. Thank you. Thank you, Flam. That was the best song ever. Oh, thank you, Flam. Thank you for noticing. Anyway, if you're thinking of writing emails, don't bother doing that either. Don't send any cute little notes or pictures of your genitalia to crew at screamqueens.com. And that is screams... That is Queens with a Z. Don't do that. I would not be accepting them. No, don't bother going over to Facebook and looking up the show there and liking it there. Don't follow it on Twitter because I'm blocked all of you. Forever! However, just by listening to me, I have infected cells in your brains with my demonic powers. And it's kind of like a homing beacon. So one night, when you're out walking, perhaps home from the supermarket with your jelly donuts and, and, and bread muffins or whatever it is you people eat, you will realize that there is a flapping noise in the darkness over your head in the moonless sky. And then suddenly, swift, winged death will swoop down upon you. Fangs gnashing, gonads pre-lubricating, talons slashing and crashing. And actually, this sounds like Star Jones at the Make It On Sunday bar at the Sizzler, but no! It will be me, Flamdy Gargoyle, there to eat your gonads, to eat your face. I will eat your face so that you will have to go home with no face and explain to everybody at work the next day why you don't have any face. For some of you, it will be an improvement. So until next time, kiddies. Fuck off. Die. Eat a dick. Eat two dicks if you feel like it. It's fun. Patrick does it all the time. Where well, he did before he's dead. Oh, but you know what? I just realized too. It might be a nice testament to him. After all, he did all those years of hard work keeping you losers entertained. 
do, you know, go on over to www.podcastawards.com and vote. Vote for the Scream Queen show in the category of Gubbleton. Gubbleton. I don't know what this word is. G-L-B-D. Beth Gubbleton. Whatever. Vote for him. Vote for him every day between now and November 15th. So that somewhere where he's burning, whatever he is, burning in hell. So whatever he may be, but he's burning in hell and in my feces, but that's not the point right now. Wherever he may be, he might say, yes, even in death, I have finally achieved my crowning glory of loserdom. A podcast award. And then all of the other little demons and tortured souls will point at him and laugh. Ha, 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 loser. But give the kid a break. He worked hard for you people. I don't know why. He worked hard for the money. He worked hard for you, honey. Oh, and hey, I've discovered, too, that the donate button is working on the website. So, you know, if you want to click on it and send flowers for the funeral or, you know, contribute to the Gargordian flesh-eating campaign, you know? Because I got to tell you, those, those pygmies in a blanket don't come cheap. You never had pygmies in a blanket? You go get them at the Outback Steakhouse. It's a little pygmy person, little baby pygmy, and they roll them in the little batter and you put the mustard on. Wait, it's like, you're never mind right now. I want them. And they're not cheap, so give me money for them and give them to me now. And until next time, children, remember, I hate you. And as Patrick's grandmama used to say, and look at me, I'm a dirty old lady. I say dirty things about my private parts, and everybody thinks it's so funny. I'm home. Hey, 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 what are you? Flem, get down from there right now. What, 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 nothing, nothing? I'm not doing anything. No. Don't make me get the ball. No, no, I, 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 I'm looking at pornography. Here? I am, I am masturbating. Yes. Flem, I told you someone not allowed to masturbate in the house anymore. No, no, it's just I, naked pictures of B. Arthur. Another beautiful wait a minute. Are you recording something? No, no, you no. You no. are recording something. What this? Flem, are you podcasting? Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Don't what? Don't no, what do you do? Don't push that button. Give me the publish it to the hood. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches! <laughs> Hello. My name is Flabby Gargoyle. And I am required to tell you all... That Patrick is not dead. I did a very, very bad thing, and I am very, very sorry for taking over the show and making fun of the nice people who called in today. It was not very nice, and I am very ashamed. Do I really have to say this? God damn it. I hope you will accept my apology. Episode 100 will go on as planned with Patrick still alive. Damn it.
as the host. And me, as your fucking Ed McMahon. I mean, as your trusted sidekick. I apologize for any distress that this might have caused you. And I am ready to accept my punishment. As punishment, I am being made to dress up as a Christmas angel and stand in front of the apartment building and sing happy holiday songs until New Year's Eve. I hate you, Magic! Why do you hate me so much? Why? So if you'd like to come by and see me stop by between the hours of 8 a.m. and midnight and make your Christmas carol request. But I'm telling you right now, if any of you request the holly and the ivy, I'm going to rip your balls off and stuff them in your nose. Actually, Patrick nodded his head. He agrees with me on that one. Yes. Oh, okay, good. So, yes. So... Again, this is Flandy Gargoyle apologizing. Goodbye. Die a little bit? <laughs>